and welcome to another episode of Careering, where we interview fearless females about what makes them tick both in business and in life. I'm your host, Lori Halter, and I can't wait to have you here today's episode. Let's jump right in. Today on Careering, we're speaking to Ilana Shaptai, who is the Director of Marketing for Auto Lead Star. Welcome, Ilana. Hi, how are you? I'm good. I'm so excited you're on today because we have some really, we have a really fun topic to talk about. <laughs> yeah, we do. I'm, so, I'm very happy to be here. Thanks for inviting me. You bet. So um, I want to start out pretty easily for you. You are the Director of Marketing at Auto Lead Star. Um, how did you come by your current role? So I've actually been with Auto Lead Star for almost five years, which is a, a really long time. It was actually even before we became Auto Lead Star officially. And um, I hopped around a bit. I started as an SDR, a sales development representative, and then moved on from sales to business development. I did a little customer success um, and then recently landed in the marketing role um, the, this past year, mostly because I was kind of doing it ad hoc anyway and really enjoyed it. Um, and also mm-hmm. because I, you know, I've been ingrained in the industry the longest from our company, and then I also know our company and product really well, so it seems like a good fit. Um, mm-hmm. So it's a pretty new position, and I've been enjoying it a lot. So that's kind of the, the short version. <laughs> yeah. No, you're, and you know, I think so. Auto Lead Star is a huge part of your life, but another most amazing new addition is Liam, who is your five month old at home. Congratulations. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, definitely has taken over my life for sure. (laughs) Well, and I was so excited when we talked about this topic because, as I've shared with you, one of the biggest requests I get when people hear about the podcast, they say you have to have a mom on who has a young child at home and has come back to corporate America. I would say that is like the number one topic people want to hear about. Um, Um, Yeah, I can understand why. Yeah, how's it going? It's going well. Um, I went back to work January 1st, so that gave me a nice uh, three and a half months off, which I'm incredibly thankful for. Um, I had a proper maternity leave, which I know is, is not necessarily, um, you know, uh, something that everyone gets in, in corporate America. So I, did, I do really, really appreciate that. And that made my transition a lot easier, even though it's incredibly difficult. That definitely helped. Um, yeah. Coming back from a nice a nice break where I can, you know, spend time with what it means with my baby and what it means to be a mother, which is, you know, I have a whole new perspective on life now. Um, that definitely made the transition better. But it's also really right. nice to, to, to be able to put my mind somewhere else and not just, you know, feed and change diapers all day. So that's been yeah. nice as well. Absolutely. And I mean, I feel like even when I talk to people, I always say I've worked since my kids were born as well. And I've had that, like you said, I've been really blessed to be able to work um, for my own business and from home. But I tell people just as much as certain women are amazing stay at home moms or other women are amazing, you know, um, are very ready to go back to corporate America. Like I needed work when my kids were little. It, I think it made me a better mom and a better person to work when they were younger. Because I really yeah, that I can see that. It, it just also, yeah. um, you know, you can be more patient because you kind of take your mindset out of I'm home and I'm taking care of kids all day. 
and you do right. something else that you're passionate about, and then you come back and you can get back in the zone. And I, I totally understand. I mean, it's only been it's only been two months, but I, I totally understand where what you were feeling. <laughs> well, and that's a great transition. I mean, two months in, you've you've had two months back. Were there any like major surprises for you from uh, working like pre baby versus post baby? Yeah, so this is a, it's just almost silly because I just didn't mentally prepare myself for this, but my biggest <laughs> surprise was, more, was the morning, okay? I am so yeah. used to just waking up, going to the gym, getting to work by like 7.30. I'm a, I'm a big morning person, and I just cannot. <laughs> my mornings are no longer predictable. Yeah. I have no <laughs> idea what's going to happen. I have no idea if Liam's going to refuse to eat, want to eat, is going to get dressed, going to roll over. It's, I mean, it's a whole new thing. And I basically yeah. run to get to the office in time or just start my day from home, which, again, I'm, I feel very fortunate that I have that option. But I'm just like, I right. cannot get to the office right now because I will not make it. So, yeah, um, yeah, that's a really shocking difference for me, I have to say. And it's, it seems trivial, but it's really, it's really, really a huge, huge difference and a big transition for me to just not be able to just wake up and be like, okay, let me just do whatever I want to do right now. Right. No, I don't think it's trivial at all. Like, I actually, my kids are now 12 and 14, and I remember just being, like, shell-shocked by the morning routine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, I think the loss of that, like, individual freedom, and now you have, like, this little person that's um, relying <laughs> on your every move is definitely sort of a universal truth of new moms everywhere. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And, I, and I, I wish people had talked about it more because I just wasn't prepared. I feel like I read, I, I wasn't like a big reader when I was pregnant or when I was preparing. I just kind of, you know, I have an app. I look at it sometimes, a very millennial, yeah. millennial way of, <laughs> of looking at it. But I wasn't a big reader. But like, I also never really, no one really talked about that, that transition. And I feel like yeah. um, it would have been helpful mentally to just prepare. So now all my friends that are pregnant, I just tell them, enjoy your morning. I love that. <laughs> yes. You know what? And you're so right because, there's all of these, even if you had been reading books, there's a lot of books that are all around like what to expect when you're expecting and how the pregnancy will go and what do you do yourself, what do you do to your body and your mind and your nutrition to get ready for this. But there's really not a lot of manuals that after the baby comes out, they're like, okay, let's give you the uh, yeah. truth of what's going to happen from this point forward. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, for sure. And I know every, every baby's different. I'll say I still, my baby still doesn't sleep through the night. So that's like a huge, yeah. that makes my mornings a little bit more unpredictable because I never really know yeah. like when is he going to wake up? When is he going to eat? Um, so that once he, once he starts sleeping through the night, I think maybe it will get better. But, you know, I have friends that have babies that, that started sleeping through the night at two months. Um, right. I was not that lucky. <laughs> so here I am. <laughs> Well, and not only the, your morning routine, if he's not sleeping through the night, neither are you. And so it's even right. just that kind of that brain fog of being in that space of not getting enough sleep and having that occur night after night after night. So then you're coming to work and you're like, I'm, I'm not feeling, perhaps you are, but I remember feeling like I am not feeling as productive as I should be today because I'm exhausted. Yeah. Although it's crazy. The body, what the body can get used to. Wow. Like, I used to be someone who needed nine hours of sleep every single night, no matter what, and I just did not think I can function otherwise, but my body just gets right. used to what, what I have, you know, what I got to deal with. Yeah. 
Yes, you have to do it. And guess what? That never goes away. This this little boy is <laughs> great. Your body from now on, your life is his. Like you will do whatever is needed for him whenever it's needed from this point forward. Right. That is true. Well, I love one of the things that I love talking to new moms about is like funny stories because I've shared one with you that I'm going to share really quickly. And then I want to hear if anything like this has happened for you. But I remember when I was first, when my son was born, he was, I think, like two months old. And when he was really young, I had the sense to get a nanny to at least give me like four to five hours a day to continue working with clients and to get a break from the kids. But there was this one day that I was going in to present, and it was like five white older males is who I was presenting in front of. He had a project. And the nanny called in sick, and it was last minute. So I ended up having to take my son with me in a baby bjorn. And I presented to this group of men, to their horror, with my baby. <laughs> they horror. my baby bjorn. And just as I was finishing the presentation, my son threw up all down the front of me. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I can still remember the look on the faces of the men. And I think I finished saying something like, and that is how I can help your company. <laughs> and then it's just like long silence. <laughs> Although, you know what, they, at that project. second, at the, oh, you did not? No, no, I did not get that job, no. I'm shocked. <laughs> I'm shocked because to me that's like, wow, look at this power Wonder Woman who is so incredibly driven and devoted, came here with her two-month-old to present how she can help our company and probably very well. Yeah, see, I'm shocked. And, and she is we now can... dripping with vomit. Exactly. <laughs> that was the crescendo, was the vomit all over the front of me at the end of the presentation. Yeah. But, no, I did, not, I did not get that job. <laughs> but I did get a great well, story to share with other moms. Yes. Yeah, that is a great story. Yeah, so have you found, have you had anything as of yet that, uh, you know, you've just been like, is this really my life right now? What is happening? Well, this is a not, not as good as yours, but um, <laughs> I had to, my, my baby is still actually exclusively nursing, which means that I have to pump during the day at work, which again, so thankful that I have the time, you know, I have the flexibility and time to do that, but it makes yeah. it a little bit more difficult and challenging, especially like, you know, you're in, you're in the mood, you're in the mode, and then you have to, you know, go and take yourself out, pump, get back to work. Right. It, there's a lot of complexity to it. But um, like a month or two ago, I was meeting a former client at the W in Fort Lauderdale. I'm based in, here in Miami. And I knew that I had back-to-back meetings, and I didn't – and I, was, I Ubered there, and I had to pump at some point, And I was like, all right, I'm going to bring my portable <laughs> pump. After my meeting, I went to the bathroom in the lobby of the W and pumped <laughs> on the floor right there. And I, I was love thinking it. to myself, what am I doing? Right. <laughs> so yes. funny. Um, Isn't that it was so, just like one of so many things. moments like yes. that? I feel like when you're so many. especially when you're at a corporate job as a new mom, that you're yeah. like, man, I am a rock star. Like, I am holding this all together right now. <laughs> yeah, it's true. I mean, and there are tons of times where I actually I'll join meetings uh, remotely and, and I'll be pumping during the meetings and I'm just thinking, like, who can be more productive than me right now? I'm making food <laughs> and I'm not in this meeting. And so, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a really – it's a funny feeling. I never really thought I would, I would feel this way. I think it's awesome. Like, you're leading a team while – 
sim simultaneously keeping a baby alive with body from with food from your body. <laughs> yeah, it's ins it really is insane. It's it's a it's really insane. Um, yeah, but that I thought that that story again not as good as yours, but I was just like on the floor of this beautiful hotel, yeah. and I was like, what am I doing? <laughs> Yeah, I think we should almost, like, I may do a feature show of just, like, funny stories of, like, this. Like, when your kids yeah. were young, what ridiculousness happened to you that you had to just, I like, make it great. work? I think so, that's great. Well, jumping back into you being a hustler, I love my fellow hustlers. I've said all along I love being <laughs> a hustler, and I don't, you know, I never apologize for it. What are, are there daily or weekly things or tasks that you do that keep you on track? How do you kind of keep yourself moving forward? Um, so this was also a big adjustment for me, mostly because I never really made the distinction between home and work. I kind of just, yeah. as a hustler, was always working. Um, but I can't really hustle while I'm, you know, singing a lullaby to Liam or trying to figure out how to calm him down. <laughs> and so making the distinction between work and home, and I don't mean physically because I work from home a lot. I mean kind of like mentally has helped me be yeah. more successful because in the beginning I was like, okay, like I just picked me up from, from daycare, but I still kind of, I want to be available and I want to answer this email. And it just like, it, it's not working. So I'm like half with him, half with work. Now I just, I have my time with him in the morning before I drop him off. And then of course, when I, when I pick him up until he goes to sleep and then after yeah. I can, you know, sign back on and do what I need to do. Yeah. But um, that definitely helps me be successful, both at, at work and at home. Um, yeah. And so I would, I would highly recommend that, especially for someone who's used to multitasking, which I'm, I'm very much right. used to that. It just it doesn't necessarily work in this, in this frame anymore. So that was a huge, huge transition. Well, and I think what's so interesting is, like, I'm going to completely age myself here, but I think that the whole having emails on your phone and, and being always on, like when my kids were really, really little, it was when Blackberries were around and you couldn't necessarily get like emails on your phone. It was back that right. if someone called me, I would answer a call because it was probably an emergency from a client or someone. But I wasn't like at the zoo with my kids with emails coming through my phone. And so I think today is, is I think your point is so well made. There really isn't, going to be a boundary unless you create it. There really is no boundary between people get, being able to get a hold of you. So you right. yourself need to create those boundaries and stick to them. And it's hard. It's really hard because you're still, I'm so used to being on that um, right. I really have to actively make that boundary. Yeah. It's, um, I can't imagine a world where, where that wouldn't be available to. That's, that's so crazy. I wasn't even thinking about yeah. that. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? I was thinking about that yeah. the other day. I was yeah. on my phone at home and I was like panicking. And I thought, like, mm -hmm. I actually, a short, you know, not short, but like 15 years ago, I would leave for hours at a time and have no idea what was sitting in my inbox. <laughs> right, that. right. But it's just such a foreign concept now that it's yeah. hard to even think about. Yeah. Um, well, let's kind of, this actually dovetails perfectly into, I always like talking about balance. And, you know, you're saying set the boundaries. I think that's so great. And this idea that as women especially, we're always told you can have it all, you can have it all. Do you think we can have it all? Or do you think, do you think that's a lie? Do you think you, like I always say you can have it all, just not all at once. Um, so, like, where do you oh. fall on that spectrum? Um, I, think, I think you can have balance. 
Um, I, I definitely think something that's helped me is just being more efficient at work. So if you can have it all, if you're really good at just doing everything that you're doing and making sure that you're very efficient, which obviously I'm not, I'm trying to get there, but, um, you know, cutting out noise, there was used to be so much noise in my day, but I didn't really care if I, like, I had all day, you know? Um, yes. and I didn't delegate as well. And I wasn't like making sure that every single, every single thing I was doing was achieving a goal or a KPI. Whereas now right. that I, I have such a different perspective because I'm like, wait, is, is this going to help me get, get a KPI, get to my KPI? If not, I'm not doing it because I just yeah. don't have time for it. So it's like such a different, again, such a, a difficult transition. Um, I think like a very productive one, but a difficult one. Yes. Um, but can we have it all? So I think we can. I just think it's, it's like you, you have to be way more efficient and then, again, create those boundaries. One thing that I'm definitely mm-hmm. struggling with right now is I feel like maybe I've found the balance between work and baby, but not necessarily, like, now I have to find time to be with my husband or, like, you know, or your yeah. partner, right? So that's like, okay, now we need time just us two, but – but if that is like a whole nother level of balance I have not achieved yet. I can't, I can't yeah. even imagine. And I feel like you totally have like a good three-year, you know, transition time where the, like you and oh I remember gosh. my husband and I were like, let's just survive. Like our main goal in this time is surviving. <laughs> I know. It's a battle. Every time I get yeah. to work and I get in my first meeting and I'm like, I have, I just, I had a battle at home. I feel like I just won a battle. <laughs> yes. Well, and it kind of goes back to your earlier point. It is nice to change, to get into a whole new, uh, like there's different expectations at work and different people are counting on you in different ways. So it is really nice to get into a whole different zone. Yeah, it is. That is, I, I actually, that's been the best part about coming back to work, just being able to get into a different zone and do something else that I'm passionate about and make sure that, um, you know, my brain is working in other ways and that I'm communicating with yes. other adults. Like that's all very important to me. So that was a, a really, a really positive part of my coming back. Yes. I love that you say that because I felt very much the same way. Um, so what do you think, what do you think businesses can do, and maybe they're already doing a great job to support working moms? Are there any areas that you're like, we're kind of falling down here and here's what I think we could really do to help? Um, I spoke about this in the beginning, but proper maternity leave is like first and foremost. I just, yeah. the, the body goes through so much emotionally, hormonally, physically. I can't, it's just the time that get, gives us, the, the time that um, maternity leave gives us helps us just like feel good about ourselves, make us feel human again. Um, and of course, also gives us time to spend time with the new human we just created, yes. which is an amazing thing. So maternity right. leave for sure. And then um, moving forward, honestly, and I'm sure you're going to hear, if you ask other people, you'll hear things like wellness rooms and pumping time and all that's important. But what's really important is giving women the opportunity to manage and get promoted and travel regardless of their status at home. That to me is the most important. Like, of course, all of the logistical stuff needs to be there. But at the end of the yeah. day, like women are – freaking wonder women okay like the stuff yes. we do at home right? is, can only make us better managers and leaders I feel like I've become such a better manager since I've become a mother because I one have a little bit more compassion and, and empathy for the mothers that I manage which is and the, and the fathers that I manage which I think is really important um yeah but also just because like 
you, there's, there's so much more skills that I've learned at home that I can transfer in the workplace. And I, and I, and I, I want to make sure women get that opportunity. If corporate America can see that, um, I think that's a huge, huge win for, for everyone. Oh my gosh. You are giving me chills. Cause I think this is so, <laughs> this is another subject that isn't talked about enough. This like kind of bias, this unspoken bias sometimes with some companies toward yes, moms, for sure. thinking that maybe they won't be able to handle the things they used to be able to handle. And like you're saying, the truth is we're doing so much more as mothers than we ever did before, and we're rocking it on all levels. So really, those are the women you need to be looking at and promoting. Exactly, for sure. And, and it goes back to my point about just being more productive and efficient. Because yes. we have to be more productive and efficient at work, we will be more productive and efficient, which is what you want when you're trying to promote and, you know, um, find good employees and good team members. That's, I really think this is, like you said, unspoken, but definitely one of the biggest things corporate America can do. Yes, I love it. So you have just given so much great information. You and I can talk about this all day long, but is there any last advice or anything we didn't cover um, about anything, about being a working mom, about coming back to corporate America after maternity leave that you may want to leave our listeners with? Uh, no advice. I would just like to emphasize that working mothers and working fathers, but it's, it's a little different, but working, mother, working parents are really superstars. superstars. Um, I just, I can't, I, I really didn't um, appreciate it before I became a mother myself. So I want to make sure and put it out there that people who aren't yet mothers or don't want to be mothers, they, um, you know, admire every entrepreneur out there that is and has mastered this, including you, Lori, yes. by the way. Um, oh, because this is you. just like, it's amazing. It's amazing to see that people can kind of like manage their, their family life and, and jump into work and make great things happen. And I just, am, I'm so thankful that I was exposed to this and that um, I'm part of this and I hope others can, can see that as well. So that's, that's really the only thing I would want to wrap up with. Um, but uh, I, I mean, yeah, I could talk about this all day. I really can. <laughs> oh. Well, you are so amazing. I mean, I just feel like you've spoken so many truths in this interview and I really do. Part of what I started careering for was to really talk about some of the hard subjects and the things that we don't normally talk about with women who are leaders. And I think this, like I said at the beginning, has been a really big one that people have asked me to cover. So I just thank you so much for your time today and all of your great answers. Of course. I'm so happy. I'm so happy to contribute um, and to be a part of this. So thank you again. Thank you so much for joining us on the podcast today. If you enjoyed what you heard, please leave us a review or rating on your podcast player of choice. If you have a future female leader that you would like to hear on careering, please leave us her name and contact information at the link below. Thank you.